Okay, welcome back. Rabbi Sai, we're holding at the end of Daf Lamad Omad Base. That's what we're holding by the Heiliger Mishnah, five lines from the bottom of the Daf. We start a brand new sugya today. Very, very exciting sugya. Let us begin without further ado. Zuk the Mishnah. Nochri Shehilvels Yisrael al Chametzoi. Right? This is a major shaila which is discussed by many of the Gedoli Poskim, many of the situations that people find themselves people that own shares, people that own restaurants, people that own all sorts of things that kind of a shaykh is the Chomets. But anyway, what happens if a guy lent a Yid money and he used Chomets basically as the assurance of the loan, so to speak? It's like the mortgage. Right? That Chomets after Pesach is Mutabano. Because at the end they didn't really belong to the Yid. Right? Again, you got a Jew that borrowed money from a guy and he used the Jew's Chomets. And the Jew's Chomets was now basically in the hands of the guy. Not literally, not physically, but at least in, in, in ownership ways. And Horai, the Mishnah says, A Yid. That now is the other way around. A, a goy borrowed money from a yid. A Jew lent money to a goy for Pesach. And here he used the goy's chametz. Ah, a because you see again, it's osabano because that chametz during Pesach was basically in the hands of a yid. So whoever was achrai, was responsible for it, that's who owns the chametz. The made of the nafkamina after Pesach. Beautiful. Itma says the Gimure. Baal choyv. Baal choyv is someone that owes someone money. It's all a mafre, retroactively from the time of the loan, that's what he's collecting. From here onwards, right? That's what's happening over here. Okay. If the loiva, the borrower, made something kodosh, hekdush, the zabin loiva, or the borrower sold it. Everyone agrees that the lender can come now and take the property from the buyer. So we turn the page, and comes along the lender, and he can basically redeem it. Because the Mishnah tells us in Masachtas Erech and Chav Gimel that, says the Mishnah, Moisif Oid Dino. If you add another dinner from his own, or poidas and chosima elu, and he's and he is poidu it. If the lender sold it before the loan was due, the kaddish malve, or in the case that the malve, the lender basically made a hekdash again before the loan was due. It's retroactively came into motos zimne once the time of the loan paying back came v'loy pari, and he never did pay it back. Igle mulsalem afreya. He was Iglenilsa, uh, it became known. It became revealed, right? Luma Freya retroactively. It was in his Rishus the whole time. Vishapa Agdash, Mamena, when he made a hectic, it was Kabaldi. Vishapa Zavan, or he sold it in the correct way because it belonged to him anyway. Luma Freya, it was his. He collects from now, and therefore you can't make something hectic or sell it before it's yours. And that's why that doesn't work. Says the Gemara, since the borrower had cash, have a misalik luhu mezuzi, he could have stopped him taking. He, he, he could have given the money for the loan by stopping him from taking him the stuff. So it comes out right now. He's coining it. Or me, or my rabbi, really said such a thing that you collect from here onwards. But 
Reuven Shemocha sold a Shimon Ba'achrayas. Reuven sold a field to Shimon with Ba'achrayas, meaning he guaranteed something, right? That he'll basically reimburse him if something happens. Uzkofon Olov Belmilve. Right? And they made a loan. Umeis Ruvain, Ruvain died. But also Balchoyev came along the Balchoyev of Ruvain, the Ruvain, the Torah flame is Shimon. He took the field from Shimon. But also Shimon, the Faisal Zussi. Shimon came along and said he paid him off in cash from his own money. Dinu, who? What's the din? The Osubani Ruvain, but Omelene Shimon. Right? Ruvain's children can now come along and say, Hello, Shimon. Anan Metaltele Shovik Avun Gaboch. Our father left us property that was basically by you. Right? Now you owe us that. And any metaltalim, right, movable things of Yasaimim, isn't mortgaged to any choiv in that case. Right? Okay. Therefore, basically, it wasn't mortgaged, and therefore, if that's the case, you have to pay us for the field. Which means basically, Shimon paid twice, right? Number one, when he paid to the Ruvin's creditor, and number two, he has to pay for the kids, because he owes them for the field. If Shimon is a clever guy, what should he have done? Get Reuven's children to collect land as payment rather than cash, because we said metaltalin is the problem. Right? And then Reuven's children can take the, uh, take the land back from them as the guarantee. The Omer of Nachman, because Rav Nachman famously told us, then the creditor can now, right, of their father, can now collect from them. So it does work that way. One second. And this is, by the way, the, the Ica, what we're bringing this whole sugu for is just for this, because there's a steering rubber set. If, if you're telling me it's very good that the longest this works is it works the Mafreya retroactively. This is the pshat that Rav Nachman said that they can now go and collect the land. Because it is as if they collected it during the father's lifetime. And therefore, now everyone can collect it. But if you're telling me the whole way this works is Oh, am I So why can the person, the creditor, go and collect it from the orphans? As if they, they basically, the orphans bought their own things. If orphans went out and bought something, then all of a sudden it's mortgaged to the Balchoyv? Obviously not. So it doesn't make sense how Rava can go with Rav Nachman and say that the creditor can take it back from the orphans. Again, if you learn it, then we understand. It was originally included in the thing. It was, it was tied in. But if you go to Mikanul Habar, no, Mikanul Habar is totally different. The Kala bomb is from now onwards. No way. Oh. Vita. Let's go Vita. What a sugar by say. I'm with me, I'm assuming. Says the Gemara Vita. Oh. Shiny Hossum. No, 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 no. It's a whole different situation. Mama, it's a whole different situation. Why? The Omalu. Because he says like this. The, the Shimon can say to the Just like I basically was mishabed, I mortgaged my stuff to your father. I also mortgaged your father's creditor. Who's that? Me. Where do we learn this from? We learn it from the Rebbe um, Nossin, the Tanya. 
How do we know if you basically uh, claim some a mona from someone? Right? No, this person has a claim against him, against him. Give it to that's guilty. The Mishnah says, Right? So you got a goy who lent money to a yid before Pesach and he used the Jews' chomets as the collateral. Because we said that Chomets belongs to the non-Jew at that time. Okay. If you tell me it works, right, which is what we said as a buyer told us, that's the reason why it's Mutabano. Because the mice of the Chomets was his the whole time. That's his Mutabano. It always belonged to the guy from the whole time. And the Yom there. During Pesach, where was it? It was basically in the Rishos of a Yid. Oh, then the Goyen collected it later. If you get some mechanical bots, when you collect it, when's that? After Pesach. That means during Pesach, no, it was belonging to a Yid. Why is it about to ban off? the Gemara Chabad Askinon. Hinoi Etzlai. No, 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 no. We're talking about a situation. He actually put the Chomets with the guy. He actually took it there and gave it to him. That's the case. That's a totally different situation. Okay. Let's go weiter Beiza Hashem. Um, badam, 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 badam. It was his the whole time during Pesach because he only collected it after Pesach. It was his the whole time. That's why it's not good. From here onwards. No, it belonged to the guy the whole time. It's more of a disper. In my sefer, look at the sefer. Ah, but we know the other way around. What's going on? It doesn't make sense. According to the man that says whether you'd lend the money, he's not over in that case. In this case, I would have said that he is over in this case because at the end of the day, he's only collecting it after Pesach, so he had it the whole time. Over there in the case, like Remeir that said, when the Jew is the lender, you are over of Hanor of the Chomets. over. I would over here, I would have said absolutely not because it owes them a freya. The guy collects them a freya, which means he's not over. So what's going on over here? says we turn the page. Lamed Aleph Omed Base. We're talking about when he put it by him. Remember, that's the whole Yisoyed. We've spoken about this a couple of times, and maybe we'll speak more about it. And that is, the idea basically is, where is the Chomets? Which is another reason, by the way, when we sell Chomets, we always sell not only the Chomets, but the mocking where the Chomets is. Ki'ilu, it's not ours. That mocking belongs to the Goy. That's because of this. Because if it's by you, it's problematic. Right? It's, it's, a, it's a very important idea. And Mordecai Meister, I say, ah, I've got to tell you this, Meister. There's a, a Jewish innkeeper who lived by the Goyesha neighbors in a small village. Every year, he sold his supply of whiskey to one of them, and, uh, you know, he saved himself from the hefzid of losing the whiskey. One year, all the goyim got together and decided, that's it, we're not buying the whiskey. Let's see what he would do with it. He's a yid, right? Can't do anything with it. Let's see, he's anyway going to give it to us for free, right? So the yid went from one to the other, and nobody agreed. He had no choice. He emptied all the barrels, nothing could do about it. Bye-bye. After basically he went over to the place where he left his whiskey, it was basically Hefka, and he thought maybe he'll at least get the barrels back. You know, they probably took the whiskey, but maybe the barrels at least I'll get. And he found everything was intact. 
and it was guarded by a large dog. The non-Jews, whose plan was to have a party at the innkeeper's expense, failed. And they asked him, what, what, what happened over here? Would it help to leave the barrels out if they left a the dog to guard them? The Yid said, well, I didn't leave any dog behind. They happy to claim his whiskey, and uh, he learned a tremendous lesson over here as well. But anyway, let's go right there. I don't know. That of Al-Khoyv, who Koina is Koina, the Mashkin that he takes, right? He takes a Mashkin as a way of ensuring I'll get his money back. How do I know he's Koina that Mashkin? Shanela. Ulochati et Staka, Imeina Koina Mashkin, Staka Manai, what's the Staka? Mekana Balchoyv, Shakana Mashkin. So you see for me that Balchoyv is Koina the Mashkin. Then I come to Sava. Hani Mili, you saw me, you saw. That's only Yid to Yid. Who to Koina be Ulochati et Staka? Avri Soma Nachilakon, from a Koina. Rabbi Meir, Sava Kabachon. You saw me, you saw Koni. You saw me Nachilakon, Shakin. Okay, very nice. He gave it to the Yid. He gave it to the guy. He put it in the guy's thing. But you just told me now that a Nachri from a Yid is not Koina. So then I don't understand. So how did that Chomets be Mutter? At the end of the day, it still belonged to a Yid. So it should be Asabana after Pesach. So the Gemara Kasha. From now. One he said Akshav, one he said from now. He made that stipulation. And one he did not. Following Baisa. Nochri Shehirin Pas Purni Eitzel Yisrael. Right? Here, over here, very interesting. Uh, Rash, uh, there's a Gemara Baisa that explains this being a, it's a huge thing of bread. So a goy, a, a goy put one of these big breads and he gave it to a yid. And you know, over, the yid has no problem of owning Chomets on Pesach. But if he says, it's yours, over, then obviously he's very over right now because the yid has Chomets on Pesach. Maishno Reisha, Maishno Sefer. And It depends if you said from now or do not say from now. When can you collect the loan? That's enough. Give me the shmamin. Beautiful. Tonu rabbonon. Chanut shel Yisrael. Okay. Vavaldigasugirabaisai. A Jewish store. Umale shel Yisrael. And it's all the stuff inside it belongs to a yid. Upayli nochwi nichnasim nasham. Goyish workers go in there. Of course, it's also also. And everything inside there is stocked up with Goyish stuff. So there's a Simon brings down is it mutter for a Yiddish worker to work as a cashier over Pesach. Meaning he's basically making money guarding the Chomets in a Goyish store. And the Shafraim writes that it's Mutter as long as he appoints someone to watch him to make sure he doesn't make mistake in The Chok Yaakov is Chaylik on that. And he wants to say that since the Yid is the guardian over the Chomets, it's Ke'ilu, he wants the existence of the Chomets and that's why it's problematic. And you should know that many, including the Heiliger Chibin Aruf, and Dovim Mishom Chenekala Simen Mem, 
Pashtus and Igris Moshe Rechaim Chelik Gimasim and Samach. Also, that Paskin that's Pashtus Osa in this case. And there is a Chuvin Rabosha, and the Chuvin I just read, that he says if the Jewish worker would make would get a salary, even if the Chomets was not in the store, then he's allowed to work there as like the maintenance of the Chomets is not necessarily part of his job, and therefore you don't say that, oh, we want he, he, he wants the Chomets to be there. You, you with me, Rabbi Say? Let's go. Zuk the Mishnah. Chomets should not follow Bapilis. What's the din? If you have chomets, that a whole wall, a whole a rubble fell all over the place. I can't find everything in there. What am I meant to do? How It's basically destroyed. Even though Lamaisa, I know it's underneath there, but there's nowhere I can get to it or anyone else for that matter. And therefore, that's why it's okay. Rabbi Shimon like As long as a dog can't get it, then I am okay. But if the dog can, then obviously that is going to be problematic over there. Right. You still have to do you have to battle it in your heart. How much do we say that the dog has to search after it? That money has only a shmira in the ground. It's the only way that a person can properly, really uh, safe keep his money in that case. In other words, if he doesn't put it there, then it's considered a peshe if it gets stolen or lost. Maybe in a does that mean also it has to be, you know, dug in the ground to be Tvachim or not? We want it to be away from the eye. Don't How deep has the money have to be in order for it to be safe? As long as it's one Tefach, then it is absolutely okay. And Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow we shall continue with the Heilige Mishnah. Have a wonderful and beautiful day.